Here's the situation. You're given an incredibly realistic bear costume, 100% authentic and accurate. What is the perfect time and situation under which you should use it? I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagodowski. And this is Here's the Situation, a real podcast about hypothetical situations. And TJ, uh, today's theme is... Uh, beers and bears. Yes, beers and bears. And so that first one, unless I put it into some sort of alcohol-related <laughs> situation, that's going to be a bear that's one. A, that's a bear one. Uh, not a, yeah. a beer one. So uh, uh, we'll come back to that one, but let me start off with this. Uh, here's the situation. Okay. You're hosting a party. Yeah. Uh, you want it to be a good party. Okay. You have fi- – uh, unfortunately, you don't have time or ability to go and kind of get stuff that you need for your party. Oh, no. Uh, because uh, for whatever reason, you can, you can come up with your own. It, it, maybe yeah. it isn't your fault. No. But uh, you've got five friends, okay? One of which is extremely responsible. And on the other end, one is utterly irresponsible, okay. wildly irresponsible. Cannot, <laughs> there's no chance that they'll get anything done. And then along the way, each friend is about 25% along the spectrum. Okay. So your five friends are, you know, Going from very, very responsible to totally irresponsible. On a scale of one to five, I have one who fits each number. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's fair. I would say it's a little <laughs> bit more of like a ten, a five, a three, a oh, two, okay. and a one. Okay, gotcha. a little bit more like because the other friends are all irresponsible. Okay, but they're but they are level and they're they're different levels from them. Now, they're going to be assigned five things. This sounds like an accurate read on most of my friends, by yeah. the way. I, I, if you take any five of them, I'll have one who's pretty responsible, and the rest are all varying degrees of irresponsible. Right, and you got the one guy who, <laughs> you know, is sitting around with, like, hundreds of uncashed checks. Yeah. Um, so you got these five things that you need for your party, and I want to know who you assign Okay. Okay. So you're, you're which of your which of your friends you give to each? I'm gonna one? grab a pen just so, Absolutely. Uh, so I don't have to ask you to repeat it. Okay. Okay. So the first thing uh, is food. Yep. The next thing is uh, music. Okay. You get a music set up and have a playlist ready. The next thing is alcohol. Okay. The next thing I'm gonna call mixers, but it could also be non-alcoholic beverages. Okay. And the the final thing is ice. Ice. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. So you got to assign those five things, ice, mixers, alcohol, music, and food. What's your order to ensure that your party is as good as it can be, given the uh, not great planning? Okay. Um, I'm going to say I got no problem with this one. Okay. I got, I, this is, this is, I got it. You know, I got it. I'm in and it's the right answer. I will tell you this. My answer will be different from yours, <laughs> and I will not agree. Well, uh, but, but here we well, go. Well, my answer's right. So here, I, well, as as is mine. We'll just see how wrong you, okay. where yours is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, the least, the, the real moron, absolute dingus, who I'm not even planning on even him even making it to my house. If, if he's that irresponsible, he might not know how to find his way around town. Um, he's in charge of mixers. Okay. He can go. He can go grab those. Um, the next, uh, next most irresponsible guy, I'm gonna have in charge of ice. Okay. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. I'm looking ahead. I know exactly where we're different on this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, I want um, the next more irresponsible dude. Right. I'm gonna put him on food. Okay. All right. 
So, so the um, two things you value the most so far are going to be the music and the alcohol. Yeah. Got it. Um, and is, that's not even for my sake. That's just, you know, if I go to a party, the one thing I'm, I'm think is going to be there. I'm most planning on being there is some kind of, some kind of booze. Okay. Some sort of beer, wine, whatever, a huge bottle of something and tunes. Yeah. Not unreasonable. Great. I think you, you really want all five of these things there, <laughs> yeah, to be for, honest. For, for a basic party, you'd want all, all right. you'd want all five. So your, your, your second most responsible friend, the one that's 50, 50 to get this done. Yeah. Who, who's, what is, what is he or she picking? up booze okay oh my god so you're leading with tunes the music gotta have tunes right and i think it's fair to point out that for none of these are you allowed to say oh well i have like music or i yeah. have alcohol sitting around I have none whatever. of these we're things. assuming that th- this is going to be unavailable i was in an empty box all i have are lights a floor walls and a ceiling is what i'm assuming i'm not even counting i have places to sit down i just got a blank box and and I need I need music in there if I'm gonna if I'm gonna call it call it anything close to a party. Yeah, I mean I like your answers. They're wrong, <laughs> but I like them. It's uh, I, I think I would enjoy this party at your house because there's gonna be music. I mean, part of the theory that I will admit I didn't think about that kind of works for your party is at the very least it's like just kind of a dance party, mm-hmm. and so you're not gonna have a situation where you have one key thing that you want without the other part with it. Like, it would be a disaster to have the mixers there without the alcohol. <laughs> what, what am I doing? I'm right. just going to have margarita mix? So the nice thing is, because just you know have you tonic. have music, any one of the other things, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not going to change my answer, but I do like this concept that with music, any if only one of the other ones shows up, it'll all work. <laughs> it'll all work. But it, here here was my answer, just, and, and then and, we can discuss further. And I know... Uh, I, I, I know... Where I saw this coming, where oh we're going to be different is I don't know if I know anyone in my life who music is less important. To. Yeah, that's probably true. I, I think you have the the absolute least priority placed on music of anyone I I've maybe it, have ever met. It's pretty low. Yeah, and I will say that there have been min- multiple times where I'm hosting a party that I I think is like going well and someone's like oh hey can you put some music on and, <laughs> and then I have it and you're it's like available. what's that right and I'm like well I did buy these things because other people have told me that it's important to people that it that sounds beyond but I, I mostly want to hear myself talk mm-hmm. so you know there's no <laughs> you may you may need none of these for a party that's right well yeah <laughs> so here was my answer number 5 I agree with you mixers yeah uh, number four for me is food. Okay. Okay. I think, I think you can go most parties, um, especially, you know, it depends you can't have a long party without food, but I'm not sure I want to have the long party anyway. Yeah. So you got to have food if you're going to go longer, but I, I can live without. And it. these also changes as, as, as I get older, this list would have been entirely different. Right. If, if I was, if I'm 24 alcohol and then I don't give a rat's ass what else yeah. is there? You know, like that was a party. Hey, I got a 12er. Why don't you and two buddies come over, you know, or we got a case like that's right. all we need. Yeah. I, you know, we just sit on a porch and, you know, none of this rest of the stuff is necessary. Oh, I hear you. I mean, I think I've grown up less than you as my, <laughs> as my order will show. Number three, I have music. Okay. Okay. Then so number two, and, and this was, I think, a critical lesson early in, in my mix. life. Absolutely. Wow. Because look, number one is alcohol. Okay, the alcohol is going to be there. And as part of the alcohol party, I typically don't like the, we're only going to have, I don't know, 
shots and mm-hmm. like warm beers or something. Like right. for me, it's it's like every time I was at a party in my early twenties or at a college party, and you ran out of ice, that party was was done. Yeah, because no one wants to drink the warm beer. And then you get that weird thing where you have like the vodka and like a diet coke and it's warm uh-huh. together, right. and you're like, "What is this drink called?" And you're like, "It's it's not drinkable." And I think I was told it was called a Moscow it's called, Mule. It's called pre barf, right? It's yeah. called pre barf. It's called absolute garbage. And and that's always the end of a party, right? Is you got those like the you know the the like well drank vodkas uh-huh. if, because you, you thought people would want more vodka than you did and a bunch of diet coke remaining. So the reason that I have ice number two is it's the thing that I most think I I want to have the highest chance that that shows up to go with my alcohol to allow for the party to be any sort of success because if I have alcohol that ends up warm alcohol that's horrible. Yeah. I would rather have your party. That's just music than, than just warm alcohol. I'll Is that say right? That. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you going to do? You're going to drink the, the, I don't know, you got 30 minutes, 45 minutes before you stop being like, oh, or it's just shots. I, I think also perhaps the color of the alcohol matters at this, ma- at this point, because I could and have sat with people where we drank whiskey or bourbon neat. That is true. Sipped, you know, sipped. But I don't think that's going to happen with gin. No. You know, like, if you had red wine and bourbon, you might be able to skate on on a, on a lot of that ice responsibility. No doubt. That's absolutely true. And if, if, and if I want to, but I'm assuming in my hypothetical, because I'm assuming that this is a large party mm-hmm. with varied tastes. Yep. I had my thing. But it is absolutely true that if I know in advance I'm going to do a the, – the, the primary drinks are going to be uh, bourbon a, and wine. You're throwing a red and brown. You're throwing yeah. a red and brown party. And absolutely. <laughs> then I'm going to put alcohol one, music two, yeah. food three. Uh, who, who, what's the ice for? <laughs> right, you know, we nobody need needs it. that. Last. Right, that's like for after we like you know. But also, then that's that's what your mixers for. You're not oh, well, going that's still wine and anything. But I mean, mixers are always fifth. <laughs> who 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 wants these things there anyway? I mean, the only mixer I ever really want is uh, tonic or yeah. soda water for the most part. So anyway, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right and I'm wrong. If it's you're certainly right and I'm wrong. If it's a if it's a brown liquor party or if we're just right. gonna have wine. But if if it's a party where I have to assume, uh, it's, especially if it's in the summer, yep. I want to I want cold drinks during the summer. I'm gonna put ice number two, and I I do think alcohol is gonna be above music for me no matter what. I hear you. I hear you. Well done. Well well done. There may there may be no wrong answers. No no there's. There's definitely wrong answers. <laughs> mixers at one is definitely yeah. starts a right. wrong if you answer. You kick it off with mixers, you're wrong. <laughs> All right, Rush, I have one for you. Uh, I'll give you my other. Uh, I'll give you my other Bears one. Okay. Uh, and this one, we record this. We record this podcast in Chicago. Correct. So it put me in the mind of uh, our our local team here. Um, so here's the situation: through a fluke, you are allowed to play wide receiver in a game for the Chicago Bears. Um, it's this up uh, this upcoming season. You aren't allowed from here on out to do any special training regimen between now and then to uh, to get in, you know, better physical condition. Right. Due to brilliant offensive scheming, you will catch passes. Okay. All right. So you are going to get some receptions. How many game hits from an NFL secondary player do you think you could take before being removed from the game? 
and and and, and in the flow of game hits, there's you know like there's some that are just regular kind of right. tackles, and there are some that are just blow blow your blow your world. Oh yeah, I mean there there are obviously some that the first hit, no matter what, I would mm. be done right. Like if if it if I'm laid out over the middle and I get helmet to helmet contact, uh-huh. I'm gonna be you know just concussed. And you out. get a single like Tom Waddle style right. blow up. First here. of all, I'm like I'm in the offensive coordinator's ear all day, <laughs> suggesting I run out patterns. Right, <laughs> like there's there's no time I ever want. Like if I'm on the right side, I never want to take a left at any point. <laughs> During the entire game. You're the only guy in the receiving core who's also not coming back saying, Mitch, I'm open. Right. Oh, absolutely not. He's I'm blanketing like, me, Mitch. I'm like, hey, great, he's all over. Great me. decision. Once again, well done. And the the like absolute terror terror when the ball is coming to me is gonna be something. But I, I guess I would say, uh, boy, given the combination of my weight and slowness, uh, it's gonna be I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna have some pounds on these cornerbacks that are gonna hit me, and they're obviously way stronger, mm-hmm. more physically gifted than I am, and you or want, at least have worked hard. And you're hoping you're getting a corner hit and not a safety. Oh my god! Again, I'm not. I'm just. Up. I don't want to cut over the middle <laughs> for any reason. A free safety who's like built up six yards or ten yards of steam to just lay me out. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna fumble and I'm gonna be done. But I think I, this on average. I think I would take somewhere between three to six hits before I'm out of the game on average. Yeah. So let, let's just say four, four and a half would be the over under. And again, I'm trying my hardest, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not. Oh yeah. You're I'm not, not going down in a heap as soon yeah. as you catch it. You're, you're trying to get yak. Yeah. But also, also like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, um, uh, I'm, I'm not like thinking of my personal safety because right. obviously if, if you gave me this hypothetical, I would be like, no, no, I won't play the game. Yeah. No, uh, but trying to do instead, well, I'm yeah. trying to do my best. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's what I'm going to say. That probably the fourth hit or the fifth hit, on average, if I did this 50 times, would be the one where uh, I'd be out of the game. Yeah. How about you? I think my second or third hit. Okay. I think I'm, I think I'm cracked. Yeah, I think I'm, I don't know. Seventy percent per hit to survive the game. So that would, yeah, you know what? I if I am seventy percent, and that may be low, then then the second one would be you know because you're 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 at fifty one percent to be out after two hits. And I've never of all the sports I've played, I played backyard football. I never played organized football. I have real no sense on how much padding helps those those like thigh those platy thigh guards that they wear or even you know or even a shoulder pad yeah. i don't know if i if i go down and you know and try and absorb something with the shoulder i have no sense of how much that actually that actually eats up so but i have a feeling if anyone goes anywhere near my legs um near done yeah i, I don't know I, how most I, of these guys don't I get mean, the pads you know, are pretty helpful yeah I, I didn't play that much football uh certainly but what I played two years of football in pads and uh, I don't know. I, I think that it, it would just all depend mostly on the the situation, how much steam they have. And then, you know, what, what you and I would have no ability to do would be to uh, take the hit yeah. <clears throat> properly. Right. Right. So, <laughs> you, you know, I might, I, I would be worried. I would be very careful about like not extending my limbs more than I, you know, especially my <laughs> left arm. Right. right. Because I'm going to break fingers or, if I try to do anything that that prevents the hit, you know, I, I just want to kind of like get hit, get knocked down, try to fall in the direction that I'm running. Uh, I don't know. 
But I, I often think that I can do more than I, I think that I can. Like I I I I, I still believe <clears throat> that if you gave me like a million dollars, I'd be willing to go down a ski jump hill. Yeah. And most people are like, no, you would die for sure. And I'm like, I don't think I would die for sure. Eddie the Eagle like didn't die. And they're like, he was actually a trained athlete. <laughs> All right, good. Um, let me pick one here. Okay. Here's the situation. Okay. You uh, are are captured by one of these eccentric billionaires. One of who, those, yeah. You know what I mean. That they mm-hmm. like they have their own island. Yep. And they they're just so bored. Couple with, helicopters. Yeah. yeah they're home, like the yeah. most dangerous game guy. Yep. You know. They're just oh, they've yeah. run out of other stuff to do. So the only thing that like gets them going is to watch other humans in significant peril. Where you know if they succeed in some really difficult task, then 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 they're allowed to go free. So th- this the kind of person who says everybody has a price, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. That was like that was kind of what he was saying like five years before <laughs> he got so rich that he bought this island, and then people like you know uh, shipwrecked up against it, and then he would you know eventually he he would hunt them. So here at this point, what the guy what the guy says to you is he says I'm going to give you one of three options, and if if you survive, I'm going to let you free, you get off my uh, you know property, and you go back to your Damn. Uh, your world. Don't talk to the police because, believe yeah. me, I'm above the law. There's no chance the police have anything on this guy. But you got to do one of these three things. Okay. <clears throat> the first is uh, you, you have to – there's a narrow path that he's created that looks just like a hiking path. And he's going to have you have to cross the path of a of a adult grizzly bear. Okay. I'm going to okay. write these down again. Okay. Narrow path grizzly. Yep. All right. Second thing you can do instead – is he's got an Olympic sized swimming pool, and he okay. wants you to swim one length in the pool, and there is a a shark that's there at feeding time. Nope. Okay. So we're right. down to the grizzly or three. And then the third one is you got to fight a bobcat like a lynx to the death. One of your death. You got to either kill the bobcat or the bobcat kills you. Which of those three things? You got to either walk past that grizzly somehow on that path, run past him, whatever it is, play dead, whatever you're going to try to do to get past the grizzly. Swim that length against a shark or fight this, you know, probably 50 to 80 pound, uh, you know, large, the smallest basically of the large cats. Uh, one of you's got to die. Bobcat deathmatch. Okay. Bobcat deathmatch. As much as I really don't want to kill an animal, I, I really don't want to do that. Um, but it seems the others are certain death. Certain death. The grizzly is probably is what like the world's second largest predator. Probably the polar bear. I think is the largest. That true. Land predator. I believe. Um, and I think the grizzly is seven, eight feet tall, seven He's foot bigger tall, than a lion. Standing. Yeah. Um, so if he wants me, I was gonna go close to that because there are you know they say bears are afraid of like human voices and loud noises right. and stuff like that. But if by chance they're wrong, I'm not getting. I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. Well, I've read like very opposite. Like I've read that it's good to like crawl in a ball yeah. and act dead. And then I've a- I've also read that it's good to like stand up big. Yeah, I was getting confused them. as to which animal you're not you're supposed to look at and right. challenge, which animal you're definitely not supposed to look at. I think right. the big cats, I don't think you're supposed to look at them. In either case, I don't know it well enough that I feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not gonna know what I should do. I mean, I know I shouldn't just run past the grizzly as fast as I can. I, I will say this. I think the one that you maybe have the highest chance of surviving in, I think most people probably overrate their chances to defeat a bobcat, but I'm not sure about yeah. that. 
But I think the one you probably most likely to survive is like the shark thing, because I don't know how long sharks usually take to. However, I would be so terrified. Immediately. Just the fear. I don't think I could even get going. I'm not getting off land. I'll tell you cool. that. I'm not getting off land. I I'm, would never get To quote Harry Shearer, I believe, I'm not a very strong swimmer. <laughs> um, I can swim, but as soon as you take me off land, I'm I'm assuming I'm gone. Yeah, I, I I would I would freak out, shit myself, and then that that's done before. And I just again. think it'd be such a terrible way, like to hey, oh my god, you're under the water and half your body gets bitten off or yeah. whatever. No, thank you. But a bobcat, I'm gonna get some puncture wounds. I'm gonna definitely get some clawed. I'm gonna get clawed up. But if yeah. I can go nutso for a certain amount of time, I think I have the chance of hanging longest with that. There's no way it, either I get big or play dead. I get, I try and get big. If I don't scare them, I'm done. Right. And if I, and there's no, I can't play dead well enough while you're getting bit or you're, you know, or whatever else by yeah. pawed by a grizzly bear. If that's the way they go about it, I'm, I'm going Bobcat deathmatch. Yeah. I think I probably would too. Yeah. I think, uh, I'm not confident enough in those like survival guide things. I don't know what my chances are with the Bobcat, but, but as you said, I mean, once the bear wants to fight you, it, it, and then, you know, he, what are you going to, you're going to crawl in a ball? Yeah, I mean, how, he just, you can sustain, how can you sustain that? Right. You know, he just like, bites a hole all the way through your back. Yeah. And, or and or just, just claws you. Play dead, play dead, play dead, like while your spine's getting ripped out of your right. spine well, yeah. casing. Yeah. The, it's like, oh, very effective playing <laughs> dead. In, in fact, he is dead. <laughs> Now that I'm looking at my beer questions, Rush, I want to leave enough time to try and get them. Try and get them both. They're both fairly short answers. Okay. Um, so, do you want beer one or beer two? Beer one. Beer one. Here's the situation: You've been named the head of the Synonym Group Assignation Corp, and what they do is take things that there are a lot of different terms for and assign each of the terms to a demographic or social group who have exclusive rights to that particular term. So, like, something like money, where it's, like, cash, moolah, cabbage, you would say, like, okay, cabbage can now be only be used by 70-year-old gamblers can okay. only use the word cabbage now. Right. So we're going to do that with beer. I'm going to give you a term for beer, and I want you to give me, like, a demographic. But what or, demographic is allowed to use Yeah, now you get exclusive beer. rights to this synonym for okay. beer cool and you can define those groups in any way you want to like oh it's just old ladies playing cards can say you know can say hooey or whatever so uh the first word is brewski who gets to use brewski uh it's going to be only people who are in you know the industrial belt okay um and i think i want the, the the demographic to be you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna limit it to only Pennsylvanians. Okay. And okay. I'm gonna say, hey, all of Pennsylvania. I don't care. You can be a kid. You can be basically anybody there. But I'm gonna want you, that's your thing. Okay. You can Great. call it a brewski. Suds. Suds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you might uh, get some crossover on some of these. Yeah. Now it's just Eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah. Suds. Oh my god. Um. Uh. You know. I think that. Uh, I'm gonna say like it's it's limited to only the following, which is very narrow because mm-hmm. I don't really love suds. Uh, so I'm gonna, I should have put this one last. Now that no, I'm looking at these, no, suds good. is probably the most fun, and I should have put it. I should have put well, it last. But I like my answer on suds. Okay, but it's very narrow. All right, which is you can write a movie about baseball. Okay, and in that movie, you can have a manager. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if that movie is set in the year 2000 or before, he's allowed to call beer suds. <laughs> okay. All right. Otherwise, you can't do it. Brimley and the Natural could use suds. That's exactly right. Okay, great. Wilford Brimley absolutely <laughs> can use it. And so, too, can, you know, any number of, I mean, Tom Hanks right. in League of Their Own. Robert he can talk Wall, about suds. Robert Wall in uh, Bull Durham. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I th- Candlesticks. Candlesticks are good. Right. Yeah. Uh, that guy with the mustache and the gravelly voice in Major League. Oh, right. Yeah. Can absolutely. I mean, that's in the eighties. He's allowed. He's allowed to talk about the suds. And then I want to see like how Charlie Sheen, you know, the wild thing responds to that. He doesn't call it suds. Dornin or whatever. Dorn. Dorn. Hey, well, Dorn. That's, uh, yeah, the guy Roger Dorn or whatever from uh, uh, Corbin, Corbin Burns. And, yeah, awful. Take it when he's taking. What a redemption arc, though. What a redemption arc. But <laughs> just like when you clearly. Cast a guy who hasn't played a lot of ball right. to play major league caliber third base and just see him get gobbled up by by, by heaters over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Who can use a, a, a pop? Let's have a pop. Uh, see, I, I'm against pop because, you know, I, I it's confusing to me mm-hmm. because I don't know whether you mean soda or, uh, or beer. And so um, I'm going to say uh, that is no longer an acceptable Out. synonym okay. for beer. How about a brouhaha? Uh, brouhaha, I'm going to limit to uh, prop comics. Okay. And uh, there's going to be like, yeah, prop comics. That's good enough for that. Uh, last one. A cold one. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> cold one. I'm going to say, I'm going to say you have to have, and I don't... You have to have done at least 12 months in your life of manual labor okay. that you got paid to do. Gotcha. You got to earn it. You got to earn if a cold If you did one. that, yeah. you're allowed to call it a Me? I can't call it a cold you one. I'm, I'm at about, yeah. I think I've done six months total mm-hmm. in my life of paid manual labor. So I'm I'm not not even, I'm probably not even halfway. <laughs> and if I if I were to say, hey, pass me a cold one, I think somebody could look at me in the face and be like, you haven't earned <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you ain't got one. Grab your own. Absolutely or, not. Or you don't deserve it. <laughs> Great. Those are those are the uh, those it. are the five. Okay. Uh, this is a Bears one. Okay. Great. Here's the situation, and this is a quick one. In a moment, I'm going to give you no more than ten. I don't know, maybe twenty seconds to come up with your answer. So okay. it's just it's a matter of thinking quickly on this one. Because here's the situation. Yep. You are um, you're, you're pulled over. Well, you know what? It's an eccentric billionaire. Oh no! And one of these, one Different of these one? same guy. No, same guy. This he's town's he's got you with him, oh, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's his rival. The economic, but he's just as bad. The economic gap in this town is yeah. between the the, the, the evil billionaires oh, and the God. rest of the town are just fodder for their games. That's right. Know? And it's these like, two, they, they just, each run. They each yeah. run the nuclear power plants or Damn whatever. Uh, so. This guy, he's the rival, eccentric billionaire, okay. and he uh, he summons you, and there's no way you can avoid it. You go to his uh, palace, mansion, whatever, and on his grounds, you walk into this room, and as you walk in, you look around, and you are immediately taken aback by uh, this just very odd menagerie of animals and humans. Like you notice for a second that there's like uh, there's like a Norseman, like very strong looking oh. Viking over there. And then you look over and you see not, not very far away, uh, to your terror. There's a lion. Live. And these you, aren't taxidermy. Oh no. Not taxidermy. These are all Viking. alive. These, okay. these are all alive. And you see a bunch of little, uh, boxes drawn under the floor with like tape. 
And in each box, there's there's three uh, there's like three circles where and they're all like pretty big. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. But you, you got these boxes. You get three circles. But the uh, the eccentric billionaire says to you, "Yep, TJ. Yes, he knows my name in this room. He does." Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, he was a big fan of uh, the the Will Ferrell movie. Oh, with, Stranger uh, Than Fiction. Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah, yeah he Queen Latifah, Emma Thompson. Yeah, he saw you in that, and he's slowly wow. capturing everyone that was in that movie. Because he wants, I gotta warn Pete. Yeah, he wants to find out uh, how they did that. He he doesn't he doesn't realize oh, ah. it's fiction. Uh, but anyway, so he he gets you, and he says, "In this room is one of each NFL mascot." But real. Okay. Okay. You've got nice. 30 seconds to f- pick any two you want on your team, and then you're having a battle to the death. You're threesome against every, all the nine other, or whatever it would be, you know. Okay. It would be 10 other threesomes, because there's 33 total. 32 mascots, plus you, into 11 teams of three. You're fighting, and, you know, you can use them to protect you however you want, but you got to pick two mascots to fight, and then he's also going to let you pick your opponent. So you get to pick... Any three oh. mascots that you want, but you only got thirty seconds, so I'm going to put you on the clock. Oh damn! You can okay. think. You can think as you as you want to go. I'll just describe the situation again while you're thinking, and then I'll ask for your answer. I, I think I know who I'm going to take. Okay, so again, you're going to take any two of the mascots that you want. And these are on your team to fight with, and then you're going to take any three that you want that you think are going to be the weakest. And and as long as your team defeats that team, it's not like a tournament bracket. You just have to have one fight and win, okay. and move forward. But so you gotta you gotta move your way around this place, find these two very quickly, get them onto your team, and then pick the team that you want to go up against. And we're gonna stop right okay. there. And it's me and two others. You and two others. Okay. So there's probably a little bit of a disadvantage because your mascots, you know, the humans. Yep. Who who are the two on your team? Okay, I'm gonna take a bear. And a jet. Okay. Now, you got to tell me what a jet is. Is like that just full-on like an airplane? Full-on fighting jet. Okay. I didn't even... Is that what a New York jet is? Sure. Okay. Well, that is a great choice. <laughs> I hadn't thought about. I mean... You got to, like, so you basically, you got a pilot oh, and, yeah. and, and a I'm, fighter jet. And then I'm just going to take birds. Well, that's a good choice. He's going to mow those down. I love your chances. Who are the three that you're taking? Eagle, Seahawk, Falcon. Oh, my God. This is absolute slaughter. Uh, Well, well done. So basically, so you're just hanging out. I mean, why even have the bear in your vicinity? Like, get him out of your way. You know, in case the the eagles come down, you know, in case something comes into a dive bomb situation. I guess, but I might put, like, the packer next to you so you just talk. (laughs) And then meanwhile, the jet fighter is out there. I was early on going to take a raider, and then I thought, like, why not take a jet? Yeah, didn't, never crossed my mind. I thought the jets was, like, one of those, you know, things like the brewer or the packer or whatever where it was... Something different than an actual. No, because I think their logo is like a jet taking off. Yeah, you know, never... I think their logo is like a line. You know, and it's kind of like a tail, a tail fin zooming yeah, up. I believe like... it, but you, I mean, God, it's so many, so many birds. You're gonna cut through so many teams. I was yeah, like, I should take a cardinal. That's I hadn't thought that. That would definitely be on the other side. Oh yeah, a cardinal, real soft. And then I was cardinal. initially I was gonna go straight up matchups of like, all right, I'll take a buffalo and a bear because the bear. Can beat up the buffalo, and then I'll take a you know a, can a raider beat a buccaneer? Uh, but then I needed something that I could take. I hadn't thought of the cardinal at that point. I think I got I think I got my my matchup. Oh, you're, there. you're gonna win because I, I think I was gonna take a giant. Oh yeah, which nice. by the way may have the best Great. chance against a jet. Yeah, right. Depending on how big the giant is, 
but then I was going to take the tiger from the uh, the Bengals, uh-huh. you know, the Bengal tiger. <clears throat> and I thought that that would be a pretty good matchup against most other large creatures, but uh, it's going to be no matchup for the. Uh, and is there is there another one that's like a ship or something? <laughs> I don't know. All right, great. No one needs a 49er on their side. No, no, just <laughs> no an old prospect. <laughs> yeah, Again, I might, if once you get the jet, you know you're going to win against the birds. And a... I might want to hang out with that old, that old 49er. Yeah, who could be rich, yeah. you know, if he's there at the, the, the time of the of the real rush. Absolutely. I mean, this, look, the eccentric billionaire went out and found him, you know. Right. It's like... uh, all right. So here's here's one more for you, Rush. And then either we'll go to the top or we'll do another one, another one of yours. What are we looking at in time? Are we doing good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. We got a little bit. So here's the situation. I'm going to give you a place and a time, and I want you to give me the perfect beverage for that moment. All right? Okay. If it's a beer, I want I want like a brand or a type and what kind of, you know, what kind of vessel even that you're that you're going to enjoy it. So as detailed as you want, Great. you can tell me the perfect beverage for this particular time. Right now, uh, first one, Rush, post lawn mowing. 88 degrees outside at a patio table. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say like an iced tea, mm-hmm. maybe an Arnold Palmer, but uh, it's really hot. I haven't worked up a actual exercise, so I don't need like Gatorade mm-hmm. or something, but I am uh, I'm beyond where I want a cold a cold one. Uh, I'm beyond where I want a cold beer. Can't do it. Can't Take do it. I'm not back. allowed to. I uh, can't call it a brewski. I'm, I'm beyond where I want, I think, where I want a beer. It's too hot. I, w- I just want something immediately very refreshing. And when I get super thirsty, and I think I would be after that sort of heat mowing a lawn, I, I want uh, iced tea or Gatorade usually okay. more than I want water. All right. I want water when I'm kind of down the middle. Next one, you and a romantic companion, nighttime, outside, secluded location. I probably want a glass of Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, I am picturing this secluded location as being down the middle of my, uh, my preferred temperature zone, which okay. is going to be... Uh, somewhere between 65 and 70 degrees with maybe a very, very light breeze, if mm-hmm. if any, and, and kind of a California-style sunset. In that situation, I want to be out there drinking wine with uh, with this lady. Oh, yeah. I'd like to be there with you now, now that you set this scene out nicely. Um, you, your brother, your dad, tailgate of a college football game. I th- I'm going to want a beer in that situation, even though my dad won't have one, most likely. But I, I'll, I'll pick a beer that I know he's willing to drink. He, he drinks very little, very rarely. But he will drink uh, a Heineken or a Dos Equis. And I think uh, if I'm at a – if I'm at Georgia Tech, which is we're from Atlanta, and I'm out there having a beer – I think I'm going to say like, hey, you know, what if we had a, a cooler of Heineken's? That might be something we could all enjoy because I think it'd be more fun if we all drank the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Communal. Communal. Because normally I would just say, look, it's a tailgate. Like, let's not be too fancy. I'm either going to make like a gin and tonic if it's if it's really hot or most likely I'm just just give me a beer out of a out of a keg. I'm couldn't be happier, but my dad won't drink that. You go lime ideally in a gin and tonic or do you, absolutely. Anything? Yeah, absolutely. I'd right. also have a lime and a Dos Equis, 
So if, if it was if it was hot, I would do that. All right, last one. You just got shit canned. Yeah. Your apartment. Two in the afternoon. There's an open tune, uh, open tube of Pringles poured out on the kitchen counter. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna pour a glass of Don Julio uh, Reserva de la Familia, <laughs> like sipping tequila. And I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna drink that, and then I'm gonna pour another one, and I'm gonna tell myself go sit down and sip it, and whatever you do, don't finish it within half an hour. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Great. Well, I think uh, we have. I think we have time Great. for a quick one for me before we go back to I what, love what we did at the top. So that is. Um, Okay, you catch your kid drinking. Okay. And now you remember the old, like, hey, I found you smoking a cigarette. Have them all. You got to smoke the whole pack. What is the largest (laughs) size? You caught him drinking beer. It's he's 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 fifteen years old. What's the largest size (laughs) of beers that you think would be an effective punishment? I'm not saying you would actually choose to use it, but what's the largest size that you would think would be, or what's the perfect size that you think would be an effective punishment? Four. But isn't he just going to enjoy four beers? I don't know. I'm assuming, well, I'm assuming he's early on in his, in his beer drinking. Probably. He's not going to enjoy any of them with me there. Well, you're just going to leave him in a closet. <laughs> Are you going to go in there and just kind of watch it? You're going to smoke in the closet. <laughs> Be there with him. Yeah. So he's not going to enjoy any of these, you know? Right. Um, but I don't want to, like... That's true. I, don't, I, I also don't... You know, like, when they show those old, you know, whatever, cartoons or whatever, a kid smoking, like, 20 cigarettes, he turns green, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. he's, like, wobbling around, you right. know? It seems like, ah, it's kind of... Eh, fairly harmless, you know. Right. Barfs a little or whatever. Gets a lot of like, I don't know. I don't want to dabble too much in making my kid puke from drinking, you know, from drinking too oh, many. Yeah. And depending on the amount of times, I don't think he's like now like slow sipping this and having, you know, having fun. That killing a six fast, you know, like might might just might just make him sick. So right. somewhere around the four to five feels like the one of like yeah that got to the point where that doesn't feel good you're 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 gonna right and you'll and you'll feel it a little bit tomorrow too i think we can agree it's probably not a great punishment with the beer <laughs> but i i'm thinking that so i'm thinking of it just from the angle of what what's the where can i really make him say i i received some punishment right and so, and if and if the kid's like a buck five soaking wet you know it, well, 15 years old right 105 pounds yeah so I was thinking like a twelve pack of like a light beer because like it can't go that wrong like you can't really get like alcohol poisoning from a twelve pack no? of light beer I don't think so I think he's just gonna throw up he's just gonna have a rough time in there and uh, he's gonna learn you know not to drink but I don't think it would work I think I it probably wouldn't be very effective I don't know if we've ever had to say definitely don't try this at home at yeah. any point in our show but like yeah don't, I don't take anybody, this as a prescription no, for... I don't think anybody would try to do this it's a terrible idea. There's no doubt about that. What would be the worst um, kind of 
like the the worst type of this this brand of punishment. Oh. Like we've already talked about it for cigarettes or beers. What would be the worst thing for it that wouldn't obviously kill you? You ever hear of like you ever hear of pica? No, what is that? Pica's when you eat stuff you're not supposed to eat. Okay. Like people eat toilet paper. Oh or, yeah, okay. So like hair. Oh god. You know, like yeah. okay, now eat all this hair. <laughs> oh no. Uh-uh. Well, you can't. Uh, that's let's just move on. <laughs> we'll, we'll move oh, back no. to the we'll move back to the beginning here. Yeah, for, okay. for the first one that was posed. Yes, good. Which was here's the situation, and, and this what made me think of this when we said bears and beers was or yeah bears beers and bears was that every time I've seen like a uh, outside of what the Revenant maybe which I think was computer generated a bear costume just looks immediately bogus right you've always it always looks fake it always looks immediately recognizable it's like that's not real so i thought like what if you got your hands on a really real looking one so just great bear costume perfect unrecognizable this is a bear so here's the situation you get your hands on one of those what is the perfect time to pull that out for whatever cause for for whatever effect yeah. you're hoping to get well the first one that comes to mind is not going to be the perfect one to do this, but I'm just going to say the first thing I thought of, which is it would be pretty fun to spend a little while, just a little while, learning like some basic guitar lessons. Uh-huh. And then I go to a showbiz pizza, and all these people come into showbiz pizza, and they're like, the bear, they've really improved the bear costume on the like leader of the showbiz pizza band. And, you know, it's... There and I sit there and I'm like I'm kind of fake playing the guitar and we're just going and I do it for a little while <laughs> and the other ones look absolutely cartoonish absolutely there's a, there's a huge bird, no difference no difference but they're just like playing. everyone is like boy they really I mean it's that odd. one are they gonna like slowly rotate the other ones and get them into like a much more realistic costume as well because this looks like a a taxidermied bear I mean this is a great costume that this this one bear has and then. Uh, I'm just gonna like fake a rampage. Yeah, catch really the whiff quickly of pepperoni. And just ha- right <laughs> when the yeah, when the pizza comes out, the bear goes for it because I think part of the conceit of that showbiz pizza band <laughs> is that they love the pizza and the pepperoni. <laughs> Not totally sure that's right. Uh, could do the same thing with, with the Yogi Bear, but I think that would be worse. Or wait shot. for the whack-a-mole machine to make a certain noise that drives yeah. that drives this bear insane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then you just go because, like in Showbiz Pizza, they're not going to be like rifles and other thing ready to you know yeah. take down a you know like if you if you pulled a prank at someplace else. So th- that was my first idea: is I would just play a prank that I would really enjoy there, and I would probably try to figure out like how to how to time it for the shittiest kids. All right. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, what I would look into for that, but probably like I'd be like, "What's the richest school in the in the city? <laughs> give me all the Willy Wonka kids right. here. Give and, me <laughs> and give me the kid who's you know. Yeah. Give me Veruca Salt. Right. <laughs> I, like, I think that would be pretty good. Um. So I'm just going to go with the first one I thought yeah. of rather than try to create the perfect one. What was your what what did what did you come up with? I hadn't with? come up with a really solid one, but it was along those lines. It was nowhere outside because no. I don't want to get shot. Don't want to get shot. Yeah. So it was definitely an inside thing and it was almost like the type of thing where everyone everyone knew but one person of like, "Hey, um, you know, like Jose's having a card game tonight." We're we're going over, and then when like one person gets there, Brett gets there. There's there's some you know me right. or whoever in the bear outfit, just like playing cards. Oh, that's great! Just using hand signals, you know, like check and pushing because I wouldn't really need to talk at any no. point. 
Um, but it would be kind of definitely indoor, no strangers. I, I definitely would look up what are concealed carry states right. and all of that, you know, like, because I, I really don't want the joke to turn to turn. I love sour. I love how you're going to play the joke, though, which is try to convince one person like kind of, you know, Truman show them or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, like this one person and just be like, no, no, we have a friend yeah. who's a bear that plays cards. He's great. And he's, he's a trained bear. I mean, just think of like this, the, the story that we, you know, look, he's he, a tight player too. If he no, raises, he, he came from the, it. he came from the circus. He's actually, he's not very good at poker. Okay. <laughs> and don't, and he gets angry and he, and he messes up the rules and the etiquette a lot. But he's a bear. It's incredible that it's even that he can even kind of play. The one thing is he confuses straights and flushes yeah, so. all the time, all the time. He doesn't understand the order of suits, and you know the circus allowed four card straights, so he really right. like you, you gotta you gotta lay down to it. If so he just gets don't it. get him angry. But it's incredible, that, and and I, I don't know. I think it would be fun. Obviously, would you'd really have to pick the right guy? <laughs> you'd. Have, it was like that Joe Schmo show they did. Right. Uh, where they, they spent oh. all that time finding a guy who was like nice enough, yeah. but also gullible enough that it would all work. You would need like a national search to find someone who who might, after like five minutes of everyone telling them that's that bear is really playing cards, to be like, "That's incredible." <laughs> that show, that show, the end of that was so sad when the dude who became his like best friend had to explain to him like he wasn't, but he really did like him, but he wasn't like. But he was an actor. Yeah, uh, it was that was that was rough. Hey, look up look up Joe Schmo for all of you listening. If you have not seen it, it's I, worth it's worth a quick watch. It was I really enjoyed it. It was good. It did get kind of cruel, but it, it, again, in the you know, ultimately he's like a nice enough guy. That yeah, he enjoyed it. But he, I think he also acted like he enjoyed it a little bit more yeah. than he enjoyed the end. Probably, I think I think he became aware that oh, this is all being filmed too. I right. should be as good a sport about this as I possibly can. Right. I should put myself in the world of every high school romantic comedy where they all work that same way, <laughs> which is like the guy, usually it's the guy, um, dates the unbelievably gorgeous, but mm-hmm. like wearing glasses at the beginning, yeah. uh, you know, girl who will go on to be like a sex symbol in many other movies. And uh, he dates her, you know, as a joke, and then she finds out. But then by that time, he's actually fallen in love, and it all works out. So I think Joe Schmo was probably like, I should behave in that same way. I've seen seven movies that did it exactly like that. Uh, and this, and, and our, our show today will end like that movie would same time next week. <laughs> High five. Roll credits. And our credits <laughs> include this. Uh, Nate DeFort is our producer. Julie Nichols did our music. Um, our art was done by Emily Cardamus. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and rate it and review it or whatever. We'll read it and try and get better. Um, and if you want to email us, it's here's the situation podcast at gmail. Thanks for listening. We hope yeah. to talk to. Feel uh, free to uh, send us your situations. We will use them because we, we will run out of we we will run out of of being able to think of these. I already did two eccentric <laughs> billionaires in one show. Hope to talk to you next week. <laughs>